I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Wednesday, July 26th. The MBTA red line was delayed in Boston because of a small fire near a station in Dorchester yesterday. Tweets from the T initially indicated the delay was over fire department activity and said the issue near the JFK UMass stop in Dorchester was causing delays of 25 minutes. Shuttle buses service was brought in between JFK UMass and North Quincy while the trains were stopped for about a half an hour at about 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon. A T spokesman confirmed in a statement a small fire adjacent to the third rail near JFK UMass, the cause of which had yet to be determined. Service had resumed by about 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. One of a handful of pancake house locations in the greater Boston area is going to be torn down to make room for new developments. The IHOP in Quincy is slated for demolition. The city is acquiring the Parking Way Eatery by eminent domain as part of a plan to build a 1,000-car parking garage in Quincy Center, which is in the midst of extensive redevelopment. In addition to the Pancake House, an urgent care center will also be raised, while part of the parcel includes a public parking lot which will also go away. Once the Quincy location of IHOP closes, the only remaining locations on the South Shore will be in Braintree and Plymouth, while remaining locations of the chain inside Route 128 include ones in Brighton, Cambridge, Dedham, Revere, Salem, and Saugus. Boston's Sumner Tunnel has been closed for three weeks now with crews moving to make repairs so it'll reopen before Labor Day. Project's not even halfway done, but the work is apparently going well with very few surprises. Right now, crews are focused on lifting more than 700 precast concrete arches into place after the ceiling was stripped down. The Sumner is nearly 90 years old. The shutdown has created traffic problems in Greater Boston. MassDOT says congestion is about what's expected, maybe even a little better. This weekend's NAACP convention could be another test. State transportation officials say the project is on schedule, with the Sumner still set to reopen August 31st. Attorneys for Karen Reed, who has alleged a cover-up by state and local police, as she's charged with killing her boyfriend, Boston Police Officer John O'Keefe, unsuccessfully asked for the judge in the case to recuse herself. Reed and her attorneys were in Dedham District Court yesterday. The hearing got underway as defense attorney Alan Jackson asked Judge Beverly Canone to step away from the case. Prosecutors objected to that request. Canone left the courtroom for about 15 minutes to review the request. She came back and told the courtroom that the request is not credible and she will not recuse herself. Prosecutors allege that Reed hit O'Keefe with her vehicle and killed him during a snowstorm in January of 2022. O'Keefe's body was found in a pile of snow outside the Canton home of Brian Albert, a fellow officer who hosted a gathering there that night. Defense attorneys had argued that O'Keefe was actually beaten inside the home and his body was later dumped outside. In previous hearings, they focused on wounds to O'Keefe's arms, which they said showed he was attacked by Albert's dog during a fight. During a May hearing, Canone weighed whether 
Jennifer McCabe and Albert should be ordered to appear in court. McCabe is Albert's sister-in-law, who also attended the party that night. The judge later agreed to quash subpoenas for both and denied access to their phones. Jackson argued yesterday, Canone's presence gives disinterested members of the public a reason to doubt the court's fairness and impartiality. The defense attorney presented a message between Sean McCabe and a reporter as evidence. Sean McCabe is Jennifer McCabe's brother-in-law. Assistant DA Adam Lally said in court the message and a Venmo message posted by another person referencing Canone are irrelevant. Lally said both people have literally nothing to do with the case. Reed's attorneys said they are not inclined to appeal that ruling. The case is next due in court for a status hearing on September 15th. Top Massachusetts House Democrats have backed down from their controversial push to approve a 140-page omnibus gun reform measure before lawmakers break for vacation in August. Less than a week after he convened a series of closed-door meetings to hear from representatives about the sweeping proposal unveiled on June 26th, House Speaker Ramariano told his chamber on Monday that the new goal is to bring the measure forward in autumn. The retreat punts for at least a month and possibly longer action on legislation that drew incendiary criticism from firearm owners and set off a procedural fight with Senate Democrats. Mariano had signaled that he wanted the bill to win House approval by the end of July before lawmakers begin to filter out for a traditional slow period in August and might muscle it through without formal committee review because of disagreements with senators over which panel should lead that process. The Quincy Democrat didn't outline a path forward through the intra-party House-Senate squabble, reiterating his view that the Judiciary Committee, which Bill author Representative Michael Day co-chairs, should be tasked with convening the public hearing to solicit feedback on the legislation because of its work in response to previous U.S. Supreme Court decisions. Mariano pointed to an assault weapons regulation bill from the 2021-2022 season that the House sent to the Public Safety Committee, and the Senate wanted to send to the Judiciary Committee a preference that the House accommodated. The legislation ultimately died in a study order. Senate Democrats have said they're interested in pursuing some kind of firearms legislation this session, particularly to deal with a recent uptick in untraceable ghost guns that law enforcement officials have observed without outlining any specific timeline or details. They offered to convene a hearing on all gun safety matters this month before the Public Safety Committee to ensure that all voices are heard before any decisions are made, but that offer never found favor in the House. Mass General Brigham and UMass Boston are investing $20 million into a program that they hope will bolster the number of nursing students from underrepresented communities. Citing the continued nationwide shortage of nurses, officials hope the expansion to the Clinical Leadership Collaborative for Diversity in Nursing program will widen the pathway for students to become full-time nurses at Mass General Brigham Hospitals. 
program's expansion was made possible by a $15 million donation to UMass Boston's Manning College of Nursing and Health Sciences by Robert and Donna Manning in 2021. The program provides financial support for students from traditional and accelerated nursing programs to participate in the Clinical Leadership Collaborative for Diversity in Nursing program. Officials say the new funding will also support the creation of a behavioral health equity certificate for enrolled students. Officials hope to recruit 400 students into the program over the next five years. Founded in 2008, the Clinical Leadership Collaborative for Diversity in Nursing has provided hands-on experience to 135 graduate and undergraduate nursing students. Well, the Franklin Park Zoo welcomed a new baby this month when a Maasai giraffe calf was born on July 14th to Mother Amari. The baby boy is six feet tall and weighs 184 pounds. The zoo said he was walking an hour after birth. Chad, the calf's father, joined Franklin Park Zoo from the Santa Barbara Zoo. The birth of the calf is part of Zoo New England's participation in the Maasai Giraffe Species Survival Plan. The Maasai Giraffe is an endangered species, with its global population declining 40% over the last 30 years. Mom and baby have been bonding. The zoo will announce when visitors can see them. A check of business news this morning, and stocks were higher yesterday. The Dow was up 26, the Nasdaq rose 85, and the S&P added 12. Global stocks were lower after Wall Street hit a 15-month high ahead of what traders hope will be the Fed's final increase in this interest rate cycle. The dollar declined, the euro rose, oil at $79 a barrel. Sports Red Sox beat the Braves in a rain-delayed game at Fenway Park last night, 7-1. They're at it tonight at 7-10. The National Weather Service forecast for today, hazy, hot, and humid, high of 90 degrees. Muggy night tonight, low of 68. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and humid with afternoon and evening thunderstorms and a high of 93. Friday, the heat wave becomes official with a high of 93 and it may linger into Saturday, too, with some scattered showers. High Saturday, 90 degrees. But the boater waves about a foot in a light southwest wind. Next high tide, 6.20 p.m. Sunrise at 5.30, sets at 8.09. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Wednesday, July 26th.